On today's news episode, we discuss the best news in the world that Walt Disney World is planning on reopening in July. That will be most of what we talk about. This is episode 295 of the Capture the Magic podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show today. My name is Jamie Lee, and I'm joined by my husband, Mr. Jared Lee. Hello. Hello to you. So it's a good day. It is a good day. Well, it's, it's a good week, really. It's also, well, every week's a good week. It's a really good week, Disney-wise. Well, yeah. I was going to say, it's also nice because we have some studio enhancements. Yes, we do. So, yeah. New microphone stuff. We've got the our, a new background going in. So, yeah. Well, the gray wall just really was, uh, it was very... For those that watch on YouTube, it was, it was just so yeah, appealing. So appealing. Yeah, it was just very catchy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you're going to be watching on YouTube, we've got a green screen now so we can make it look like we're like at Epcot or I don't know, wherever. It's true. It's a true. pool, the poly pool. Yeah, it makes you think of like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade where you see the announcers sitting and you can see like people behind them like yes. watching the parade. That makes me think of that. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so we're not going to have much small talk. We're just going to kind of go right into the episode because it's it's we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. Well, I mean, we had so many months where not a whole lot was going on, and uh, now it, it was just like a, a wave came in, just like bam. Basically, yeah, just came yeah. right at us. So yeah, yeah. Um, so, but first, we want to talk about the um, other shows on the network. We have the Diz Dudes. That's every Wednesday with Jeremy and Jared. They do their live in Club Thirty Two on Tuesdays. Usually, sometimes it's Mondays, sometimes it's Wednesdays. Anyway, it's sometime. I feel like that's a shot. Yeah, I think no. you're taking a shot at the dudes there. You guys there. are very inconsistent. Um, We're busy people. We are busy. Um, that's in Club 32, so if you want to catch those live streams of the episode, you can go to uh, ctmvip.com. Otherwise, you can catch the regular episodes on Wednesdays. There is Jeremy and Rhonda's Main Street Magic. That's on their own feed, and that's every Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, we have Trip Tales. That's on hiatus probably maybe until August, now that we have a... Then we know more information here. Um, maybe you'll start up late this summer, um, but right now it's on hiatus. Um, we've got um, we've got some Club Thirty Two stuff, like we have the Cool Kids Kitchen that we do on Fridays. We've got Cigar Lounge. Um, we've got the CTM at the movies. We got to do a new one of those. All that's on Club Thirty Two. So again, go to ctmvip.com if you want to sign up for that. And then, um, as always, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. And we really, we want to, we want to mention our wonderful sponsors, ZipDeDoo.Travel. They are wonderful. Yeah. And They're now that you wonderful. can, uh, yeah. So hopefully uh, everyone, you know, either you're going to Disney or like we will probably talk about going to Universal or anywhere really, uh, go to TravelWithZip.com and they can help you out there. So if you just go there, fill out the form real quick there and tell them what you're looking to do or what you're just curious about information wise, uh, they'll get back with you. And uh, they're not going to high pressure or anything like that. So if you just tell them, hey, want to take a trip in, you know, September, we want to go to Orlando, but we don't know where we want to go or whatever, they'll basically tell you your options. So they're really great. We're excited to work with them. And we'll have Kendra on pretty soon to talk about all this too, how it'll affect, because I'm sure what we'll talk about will affect 
travel for tons of people. So, uh, so again, go to travelwithzip.com, and uh, we're very excited to be working with them. Yes, very much so. Okay, do you want to get into it? I want to get into it. That's why I'm here. Let's let's do this. Let's get this. All right. Um, well, obviously, the biggest news that could ever come out right now is that... Well, ever? Does, right now. Oh, ever right now. Ever in the world? Which makes no sense. Ever right now. <laughs> um, so Walt Disney World has proposed a phased reopening for the theme parks for July 11th. Yay! We have information. <laughs> We do have information. <laughs> um, so super exciting. And we're kind of going to go through what occurred and like what they what they proposed. Um, and Jared's just going to kind of read that off for us. Yeah. So, well, if you were in Club 32, we uh, we did a live stream on this right afterwards. But I, I watched this whole presentation, which is interesting because it was all in a Zoom thing. So it was kind of like watching a weird business meeting, if you will. But yeah. uh, SeaWorld <laughs> went first. And then Disney followed directly after them. So that was kind of interesting to see the, the differences there. But uh, it was Senior Vice President of Operations Jim McAfee presented uh, to the task force on Wednesday. And basically how Disney World, or at least I, the proposed will reopen, but this was all approved and everything like that. So It was not approved by the governor yet. Well, okay, it was approved by the task force. Yes, but yeah. and by the mayor. But the governor and everybody was involved. So I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be approved. But Right. Um, so here was what is proposed. Uh, Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom opened July 11th, and then Epcot and Hollywood Studios opened July 15th. Uh, there will be cast member soft openings in the days leading up to July 11th, but they didn't disclose the exact dates. Right. DVC Resorts and Fort Wilderness will reopen on June 22nd. Uh, reservations will take precedence over everyone else. So basically, if you have current reservations, you will take precedent over other people all right uh there will be capacity limits on the parks restaurants attraction queues and attractions themselves to promote social distancing face coverings will be required by cast members and guests disney may utilize relaxation zones which are low traffic areas to be able to remove for people to be able to remove their masks to get some relief some i can't talk from relief from the heat if i could talk it'd probably help (laughs) temperature checks will be done at all theme park entrances uh, no parades, no fireworks, no meet and greets, or other events that draw big crowds for the time being. But characters will still be out and about, just with a distance. Uh, more blue hand-washing stations, signage, path markers to, prom- <clears throat> to promote social distancing. They have a social distancing squad that is going to police social distancing. Uh, contactless payment options, Apple Pay, mobile ordering, uh, and Magic Band. Um, it didn't say no cash. It said it wasn't preferred. Mm-hmm. So they didn't say they wouldn't accept it, but they're trying to get you to use non-cash. Okay. Uh, paper menus at restaurants. It says unofficially there will be limited use of the monorail and ferry boats for resorts, resort guests, uh, but no word yet on Skyliner or resort buses. And I can tell you my dad as a bus driver, has he hasn't gotten no word on bus stuff yet. Good to know. So... Uh, There will be another round of know before you go informational messages and videos to inform about the new safety protocols. Uh, Reservations will be required to enter the parks. Uh, There will be more information on this to come, uh, but we do know that annual pass holders and existing reservation holders get first dibs. So there is going to be some sort of reservation system to just get into the parks. And Disney resorts were included in the July 11th reopening 
but not excuse me, but have since been removed in the verbiage on the website. So it's we're unclear on resorts. Right. So let's go. Let's go back. So uh, let's talk about the opening day, July eleventh. Um, that's a little later than I thought it'd be. Uh, yeah, I thought June. I thought June um, the whole time. Everybody. I mean, SeaWorld, Universal, even the Legoland, a lot of the smaller ones. They're early, mm-hmm. early June. Um, I, I'm a little. I, I, I honestly didn't think they would even seed that long to Universal, but I kind of feel like it may be Disney letting Universal sort of be the guinea pig to start. Possibly. Mm-hmm. But I think it also could be a staffing issue because Universal didn't furlough anybody and Disney did. So Disney has to, you know, bring people back. They're obviously probably gonna have to hire people, new people, because some people won't come back or whatever. They're not, they're not coming back. Uh, and Disney's, Disney's a lot more complicated. So it may just be a lot more, you know, moving parts to do. So I was a little mm-hmm. surprised at, at the date uh, but uh, but yeah, July 11th is when they're going to start. Well, it's a huge company. There's a lot of moving parts, so I'm sure it's going to take that long. And you know, there, I'm sure there's other factors that we just do not consider. But I still think, and I mentioned this on the show before, I still think perhaps by doing it July 11th, and they're doing it, there is the chance by that point, you know, whatever phase it is, and maybe Universal, the other parks have moved on to masks are recommended but not required because I still don't think Disney wants to be uh, in the enforcement of wearing masks, especially when it comes to, like little kids. And what was interesting maybe, maybe. in the task force thing, there was, there was so after they presented, there were questions. And really the only question, I, don't, I forget who asked it, but somebody asked the Disney person, what are you going to do about noncompliance? Which was with, the, with face masks. Yes, which is what my question has been the whole time. What are you going to do if people aren't wearing the masks? And they danced around the question. <laughs> <laughs> both SeaWorld and Disney both danced around it. They never. They did not say they were going to remove people. Disney basically said, we've had no problem with it. We have strong verbiage. Uh, we have rela- That's when he presented the relaxation zone thing. Um, so... They didn't go into depth. They did not say they were going to be removing people directly. Now, it doesn't mean they won't, but I just found that it was very interesting as they did not want to say like they were going to be, you know, kicking people out of the parks and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, July 11th is Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom together, which I thought was an interesting pairing. Um, what do you think? Why? I mean, they're doing the two parks for the first couple of days, then then they're adding Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Is that just to kind of ease into it? Is that? I, I, I mean, guess. that's something I can I, think of. Maybe it's crowd control. I I don't know. I'm I really thought, and there were, some of the stuff we were hearing, um, and obviously everything's just up in the air. But we were hearing from cast members that earlier in June and like Magic Kingdom only, um, which that to me made a little bit more sense. But maybe you know. It, they're obviously phasing into this, but I, I don't know. I don't, you know, it makes sense to do a little, you know, phase it out a little bit like that, but I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll have to see. Um, so we're talking about the soft openings beforehand. That will include cast members, but it also will include annual pass holders and probably Club 33 members. 32. I wish it was Club 32. <laughs> no, Club 33 and, you know... I, I'm guessing they're going to invite media. I'm guessing. Probably. Um, so there's a lot that they can do beforehand to to prepare everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So and then also DVC Resorts in Fort Wilderness opening June 22nd. 
So no parks. So you can just go stay, which is kind of what we thought. So really, technically, yeah. I was correct. I said about mid-June, and I think it'll just be the resorts. And I was kind well, of right. Well, yeah, I mean, you say, you know, Disney Springs open in May. So Disney kind of started reopening in May, and then the resorts, and then the park. So it kind of follows the, the timeline, which mm-hmm. we sort of figured they might follow, which makes a lot of sense. Well, that's why I was just, I was just baffled, you know. Honestly, I was just baffled by everyone saying that it was going to be like 2021 or late 2020. I'm just like, I don't think they're going to wait that long, guys, and... This just proves me right. Proves us right. It's not April. Well, but. I'm, I'm forever. I, listen, I'm forever an optimist. So if you want to hold that against me, oh, that's fine. But sure, me too. No, I, I, I was hoping I, they were going to do it. Well, right. I, you know, I don't know. These are all weird times. You know, yeah. nobody's ever experienced this. But right. I, I, I very much was on the bandwagon. It was not going to be like February 2021. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and you know, we'll see how long it takes before. Obviously, no fireworks. Like it'll be interesting. And we're already seeing in our Facebook group how many people are basically saying either they're waiting until there's no masks or they're waiting now. A lot of people are just going to wait till the 50th. That's what a lot of people are going to do. Um, mm-hmm. Or waiting until there's character meet and greets again. Like there's going to be a lot of things where, you know, if you've got a family and it, say it's a once in a lifetime trip or it's a once in a few years trip, I don't think you're going to go and experience Disney sort of at half uh i don't know half mast yeah whatever you want to, <laughs> i guess what <whatever. laughs> we're on the sea apparently i was uh, i was gonna say <laughs> not full octane i don't know i don't know uh, but yeah I, I don't i think there's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna wait and so it'd be interesting to see if, if there's a ton of people that end up doing this and disney has to actually lure people into the parks but i think at this point they probably don't know mm-hmm. i mean they're they're assuming that there's going to be a you know a lot of people wanting to come in which it may be, which we'll talk about a little bit, like Disney Springs, like the first day of things have been seen a little bit of crowds. And then after that, it's not very much. So I could definitely see opening day, Disney World opens back up. It's it's busy. But then the next day, yeah. it's pretty dead. I mean, they're doing the reservation system, though. So that, Right. You know. I'm saying you could have a lot of people have reservations for day one, day two, and day three, day four, they may not. Like, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I'm just, it's it's possible. I'm just saying it's possible. Yeah. It just be interesting. I don't think Disney knows. I don't think they have all this stuff hashed out yet. Uh, so it, you know, obviously these are just they're they're learning as they go, for sure. Well, here here is my here is my take on this. So, if we didn't have this podcast, if we didn't you know live you know two hours from Disney, I probably would not be going back for a while. And the reason for that is because, you know, we have a 10 month old and we have an almost four year old and part of the Disney magic, I guess. And you can you can see this throughout the whole Twitter, Disney, Dis, Dis Twitter or whatever on Facebook, all the Disney people saying that, you know, they're going to wait until until all this stuff is kind of blown over when there's meet and greets again, when there's fireworks again, when there's parades again, because that's like a big part of what makes Disney so great is you can do all these things plus the rides plus the um, uh, restaurants and everything for now like when the the parks are you know as according to right now the parks open in July it's going to feel like a giant after hours event I I agree I mean if it wasn't for having the podcast and all that stuff I would probably say we'll just wait because you know going to Disney like we said like especially with little kids um not having character meet and greets with our daughter loves. Uh, not having fireworks. Not having all these things. You know, like character. Uh, they have, didn't they mention character meals 
distinctly, but I'm sure they're not going to have those. I mean, meet and greets are not a thing, so I assume characters at meals aren't a thing either. Probably not. So, I yeah, I would agree. I mean, I would say I would just, especially if I was some, let's say we were just, we went once a year, once every two years, I would say well, let's just wait till the 50th anyways and just go then. Uh, so I think there's a lot of people in that boat. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting. Yep. And then also the last thing you want to deal with when you already have little kids at Disney, it can be hard enough without having to deal with the masks and trying to, you know, and we don't know. I have a hard time believing Disney's going to strictly like, it'll be an interesting scenario of, of say you've got a four year old and someone maybe with disability or something and, and they're not wearing a mask because they're not wearing it correctly. And that's the other thing too. If you aren't wearing the mask correctly, are they going to approach you about that? Or how, how, how's this all going to go? So are they going to approach a family and let's say the kid won't wear it or whatever. Are they going to kick people out? Um, all this is up in the air. Again, this is why it lends to me. I don't think Disney wants to even be in that boat. So the July 11th is interesting in the fact that maybe they're a byproduct of that is by that time masks are recommended and they don't have to enforce it. But anyways, um, but yeah, with, with little kids, that's, that's another thing. Disney's hard enough with little kids without that aspect of it. So I totally get it. And whether, whatever you feel about masks, whether you think they're, they're, you know, you should wear them or you shouldn't wear them. It it stands the fact that it's a challenge in the hundred degree heat in the summer to wear a mask, even if you're uh, a able-bodied adult. For sure. (laughs) You know, it's just going to be one of those things where. Yeah. And that's another aspect that I brought up is, is heat stroke. Heat stroke's a very legitimate concern if you've yeah. got your face covered and it's 97 degrees. It's 110% humidity. If your face is covered, you're not going to drink as much water. Um, you know, I've I've played sports when I've been playing with guys and, and they have heat stroke and they're in very good shape. And it, it can come on you very, very quickly. So um, I, you know, like I said, if it wasn't for the podcast personally, I wouldn't want to deal with the heat wearing a mask myself, trying to get my kids to wear a mask in july in august like all this stuff so it, yeah. it's just it's all interesting it's all obviously it's all new yeah and disney's learning as they go along is just as we're learning about what you know how this is all going to go as we go along and uh bob chapek was on um, good morning america i think it was yesterday two days ago for you guys um and he said basically the whole thing with the reservation system if you're lucky enough to get a spot which means that the capacity for this, I mean, they're going to be very, very limited. And how do you feel about the reservations? I'm not surprised by it. I'm not surprised either. Um, I'm very curious how it's going to work and yeah. if it's going to rely on MDE. So that if, if it's the same system in, the, in which you're relying on uh, fast passes, that could be interesting. But um, yeah, I, it, yeah I, I'll be curious to see how they're, how they're going to do it. I mean, I'm not surprised because they're doing that in Shanghai. So... Shanghai kind of gives you an idea of some of the stuff they do there without they'll do here. So, yeah. Yeah. For sure. But we have uh we have a couple couple nights booked for Polly uh, on the opening weekend. So, we'll we'll try and get the opening days for you guys. Um and we are staying DVC. So, whether or not res- the hotels are actually like fully opened, it won't matter for us. We're we're still we're good in that respect. Yeah, I well, we could have we had it for the fourth, so we would have actually been good. But but it would have been interesting. I mean, if you're going to be, you know, at any resort and not be able to go to the parks, you know, the poly wouldn't be a bad one. Just hang out at, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. and we still don't know 
in what capacity the resorts, like even DVC, is going to be functioning. Are they going to have all the restaurants open? Are they going to have the pools open? I would hope they are. <laughs> I would assume the restaurants would be pools. I would assume. I mean, it, uh, you know. CDC has shown that the, you know, water surfaces, chlorine, like, you know, the viruses basically. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, you know, like Universal has their water park open. So, um, the assumption would be that pools would be open, but they yeah. haven't said specifically. So Right, right. So, um, yeah, did you want to talk about anything else that they talked about on the announcement? I know you and Jeremy talked on Clip 32, but... We talked um, right after, and all yeah. of it's just the same stuff. It just We were just discussing yeah. what we thought about it. I mean, again, this is all brand new stuff, so we don't know how it's going to work. I, right. I'm very curious to see... Um, well, in the situation we've run into was with annual passes. So this is something that you guys might want to know. So we had ever was like my daughter and I have silver. Jamie had the gold, so we could get the photo pass because we weren't planning on being in Florida during like June, July, August. And those are the days that blocked out for some for silver. Gold has those, but silver doesn't. Right. So currently, Jamie. So you know, I called Disney. I was like, Hey, here's the deal. Like, we have reservations. Um. my daughter and I are silver, my wife's gold. Like, you know, can we upgrade? And she basically, if you paid in full, um, you could upgrade over the phone. But since we're on a payment plan, we have to do that in person, but Disney Springs isn't doing anything ticket related. So we're kind of in limbo about, you may be the one going to the park and not me. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, we'll have to wait and see how that goes. So, you know, if you're, but again, annual pass holders, like the parks are closed um, so are they going to lift blockout dates? Like that's another thing we don't know either. Don't are they going to lift any blockout dates for all the pass holders since all that stuff? So I don't know. A lot of unanswered questions that I'm sure will get answered in the next few weeks. But yeah. as it stands, um, I don't say I, don't, I wouldn't say a lot more questions than answers, but there's still a lot of questions. Right, right. Um, let's move on to the next story, and this actually came out like what, 20 minutes before we started recording? It's from Disney Parks blog, and it's basically an announcement of what's going on with existing reservations because a lot of changes have been happening on my Disney experience today. Yes. So it says, in case you missed it this week, we shared some big news about Walt Disney World reopening like we just talked about. Uh, When our theme parks reopen, we will manage attendance through a new theme park reservation system on DisneyWorld.com. That will require all guests to make a reservation in advance for theme park entry. Over the coming weeks, we will uh, be making some necessary updates to prepare for the launch of this park reservation system. Here's some important information to help you plan ahead. It says, new ticket sales and hotel reservations. It says, as is time, we are temporarily pausing new ticket sales and Disney Resort hotel reservations so we can focus on guests with existing tickets and reservations. Existing ticket holders and annual pass holders will be able to make a theme park reservation before new tickets are sold. We'll be reaching out to those guests soon to provide additional details. Uh, We will resume new sales of tickets and Disney Resort Hotel reservations after that period of time. Theme park reservations will be limited due to attendance limitations and will be subject to availability. Dining and experiences. In order to foster physical distancing during this time, Upon reopening, our offerings, resort, or excuse me, restaurants and other experiences such as behind-the-scenes tours will be limited in capacity and other experiences may remain closed. As a result of limited capacity, we have made the difficult decision to cancel all existing dining reservations and experience bookings, including Disney dining plans included 
and packages through the end of the year. It says, we will reopen dining and experience bookings with more limited numbers closer to when the parks reopen. We will also shift from a 180-day booking window to a 60-day booking window for dining and experience bookings going forward to allow guests to make their plans closer to their visits. Uh, FastPass Plus and Extra Magic Hours. As a result of COVID-19 impact, the FastPass Plus service will be suspended for the time being as we plan to use additional queue space to manage capacity of at our attractions and maintain social distancing. We will automatically cancel existing FastPass selections and share any f- any future updates on the service at a later date. It says, also, please note that upon reopening, Extra Magic Hours will be temporarily suspended. So. Yeah. Yeah, we, we saw some people in the Facebook group commenting that their fast pass reservations were disappearing from there. So mm-hmm. so I'm assuming, and that'll be interesting how that plays out. So you've got your reservation to go to the park. I, I'm, I don't, I'm assuming they're going to do some sort of virtual queue or they're just going to say only a certain amount of people are, can be in line at a certain time for things and those will be mm-hmm. short like it it'll be interesting how that'll play out with the amount of people that are in the parks will you even need to worry about it but i don't know yeah it just yeah until we know kind of what the capacity is on that first day or if they even announce it uh announce it it'll be hard to to know exactly what it's going to look like the amount of people are going to let in um but if you have a, a current you know reservation that um like for fast passes and stuff you know don't be surprised you see them disappearing same thing with dining you know yeah it's fine yeah and they did they you know they said limited capacity they didn't say what that capacity was i mean from the other stuff we've seen 25 percent capacity is what was sort of the guideline out there so mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know and when they do start taking dining reservations again so it's like six weeks out from the first day of opening, July 11th. So if you wanted to book a dining reservation for that day, I'm assuming that you'll have first dibs if you have a resort reservation for dining and then it goes to everybody else. Like the same thing with the reservation system to enter the parks, but I, you know, I'm not sure yet. Um, Probably. But I'm just assuming that that's what they'll do. Yeah, that would be my guess. Um, but yeah, so if you have, this affects you, um, you know, they'll start issuing refunds on, on, um, like stuff you've already paid for and all that stuff. So just look out for that. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at with that. Um, we want to mention that they do, they did show new park hours. Um, they did update them for opening day and beyond Mm -hmm. and they're significantly shortened. Um, like nine to seven, at Magic Kingdom, yeah, I think ten to ten to seven or something at other parks. So I mean, like it's very, it's a lot shorter. So don't expect or expect to see that. However, I think it's interesting on July eleventh and twelfth. There says that still says there's a special ticketed event at seven forty five at Magic Kingdom, like in the morning. I'm like, is that a mistake? Is they still updating it? Like that's what it said last well, time. Well, it was still showing that the water parks were going to be open. <laughs> Right. And I don't. Is that true? I don't know. They didn't. Now that that's the thing people were asking. They didn't mention anything about water parks, so I no, don't know. It didn't. But Universal has water park. Their water park open, so I I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't either. So anyway, keep a keep a lookout for that because that'll be that'll be coming up soon. So um, they might change them again. Who knows? <laughs> 
I would say a lot of this is ever-changing. It's a very fluid situation, as they say. Yep. All right, we're going to shift gears here. We're going to talk about the Disney-owned shops and stuff that opened at Disney Springs on uh, Wednesday. You mean the re-reopening? The reopening, yes. The re-reopening. The re-reopening. Of Disney Springs. (laughs) Um, So... We have a we have a, a link in the show notes if you want to take a look at what was kind of going on. But Jared, if you could just give us a little bit of what you people could expect at Disney Springs right now, it's it seems like people they were expecting huge crowds and they didn't really get them at least not after they first opened. <laughs> yeah, so they're basically um, there was limited capacity. And they it had virtual queues set up. So obviously they're only allowing a, allowing a certain amount of people in the stores, especially the like World of Disney at a time. Um, so that was something there. But uh, they said it was very easy to be socially distant. Yeah, well, it, it depended on... There were some places that made it seem like it was very, very busy. <laughs> and there were others that we heard that basically said, like, there were some people, especially the beginning, but it really wasn't that bad. So... And again, this is what leads me to maybe think this is how the parks will go, is that... The virtual queues. There may be yeah. some decent amount of people, you know, first day, and then it kind of dies out. So, um, they had some controlled entry, obviously, because of this. Like, one direction in, one... Right, one and you've probably exit. seen this in a lot of yeah. places. Mm-hmm. Socially distanced checkout. Um, so, basically, they have the markings. If you've ever if you've been to the grocery store places recently, you've seen these, uh, you know, where to stand and stuff like that. Um, and there's some pictures in here. You can see signs it. everywhere. Yeah, they had plenty of signage, <laughs> and that's something Disney said on the to the task force. Is they had plenty of signage everywhere about mm-hmm. you know, and they did have this when we were there at Disney Springs last week. Of there was tons of places that reminded you about masks and staying socially distant and all that stuff. Um, no fitting rooms, so no trying figured, stuff on. Figured, Just, yep. you better take a guess. Is this going to fit me? Maybe. Yeah. Um, now, they didn't say yeah. anything about extended returns, but a lot of places have been doing extended returns during this time. So, if you're a resident mm, and you bought okay. something to take it back, I, I don't know if there's any change on that front. But, yeah. I mean, basically, there's nothing different. If you've been out a little bit during this recently, there's probably nothing here that, you know, much different. Um, maybe the virtual queue part, because I don't think Walmart's doing like a virtual queue per se. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I would say. Most of the stuff's pretty standard of what you've seen. Uh, even some of the stores that were open uh, when Disney Springs reopened, you saw a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Another thing that it's um, kind of interesting is they had stormtroopers at Disney Springs um, enforcing social distancing, <laughs> which is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. That's odd. To see, yeah, they're up there up top. So if you've ever been to Galaxy's Edge... They, they're up top there, and they're the same spots of a Disney Springs. So, I mean, it's, an, you know, repurposing cast members to do something, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so there's pictures out there if you want to take they a look They should have had it. Chewy up there. They just had oh. Stormtroopers on one side and Chewy on the other, and they could just have like a, like they just talk back and forth. Yeah. Although Chewy's just yelling, but I, I would I would watch that. Okay. Maybe they'll do socially distant shows that way. Maybe. That won't. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Because then um, you would have crowds forming and they wouldn't want yeah. that. All right. The next thing we're going to talk about is there's a new VR experience coming involving Star Wars. 
There is a Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge VR experience coming later this year. It says, according to StarWars.com, a new virtual reality experience is coming later this year, but will take guests to Batu virtually. It says, today, uh, ILMX Lab, uh, Lucasfilm's award-winning immersive entertainment studio, announced that it is developing Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge a new action-adventure virtual reality experience in collaboration with Oculus Studios. Uh, coming later this year, the experience connects Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, the new epic land at Disney World and Disneyland Resort. Uh, says, quote, We are so excited for fans to step into Star Wars, the tales from the Galaxy's Edge. They haven't said that enough. Uh, later this year, said <laughs> Vicki Dobbs Beck. Uh, she's the executive in charge. This action-packed adventure not only speaks to the promise of connected and complementary experiences by extending the lure around Black Spire Outpost, it pre- or, excuse me, it represents another meaningful step in ILMX's lab quest to transition from storytelling, one-way communication to story living, where you're inside a world making consequential choices that drive your experience forward. Uh, so Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge taking place between Star Wars The Last Jedi and Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker and set on the outskirts of Batuu's Black Spire outpost of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge will give players the opportunity to live their own adventure and explore part of a galaxy far, far away in virtual reality. The original story will feature both new and iconic characters from the Star Wars galaxy with multiple styles of gameplay and difficulty uh, settings to accommodate a wide variety of players from Star Wars fans to VR gamers alike. And then there's an official logo and concept art below you can check out as well. Um, let's see here. It says, The rich storytelling in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge has redefined what a Disney park experience can be, and we are thrilled fans will have an opportunity to discover new stories, meet new characters, and explore new regions of the planet Batuu in Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. Said Scott Trowbridge. Uh, Walt Disney Imagineering Creative uh, Executive says, now our guests can immerse themselves in these stories, both inside and outside our parks. So there you go. I think... Yeah, this is all you. This is nothing. I think this is what's called synergy. If this was was the 90s, this would be called a synergistic (laughs) endeavor. Yes. Which is combining your parks into other things that you own. But um, no, it'd be interesting. I don't have an Oculus. I don't know if I would get one just for this. But I would be curious to see how it is. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know if I can do VR. <sighs> is my thing because I remember I'm very yeah. sensitive like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I should need to try. I mean, you could try really <laughs> quickly, and then if it didn't, I mean, that'd be a good way to test it. But yeah, um, I mean, the one I, I've always been more curious about—they have a an Avengers uh, VR game on there versus yeah that would be fun like you can actually be like captain america like throwing a shield and stuff um but i have only dreams about that every (laughs) other night just a little bit it's i need the (laughs) shield um but i i haven't really looked into much on oculus like if it's worth it or not i mean they're kind of Mm -hmm. i mean all those systems like four hundred dollars or something like that Mm -hmm. so if you have one uh, and when it comes out let us know because i doubt i'll probably get one between now and then yeah i don't know maybe Okay. Interesting, nonetheless. Very interesting. Um, I don't really have anything to add about that, just because it's not my thing. This no. is true. It's it's not really it's your not thing. Not really my yeah. thing. Um, okay, we're gonna um, have some new news bits. 
You like those bits news? You love your news you bits. You like news bits. You like to use the bit word bits. I do. It's cute. <laughs> news bits. Um, there's a plush baby Yoda at World of Disney, and this one has feet. I do not like this thing. They have little feet. I think it looks weird. Why? It doesn't look like baby Yoda. The one we have looks more like baby Yoda. I yeah. will say that, but this one is this one looks more cuddly. This one looks weird. This one's for for kiddos, for the kids. Well, I would say the other. I mean, our daughter loves the baby Yoda we have. Yeah, I know she likes that one. But what I'm saying is, it's I know soft they and, are. Okay. I would think, yeah. I mean, it is softer. I will give you that. But I just it looks it looks odd. Okay, well, it's baby Yoda, so deal with it. I didn't. I didn't say I wouldn't deal with it, but okay. <laughs> they also have um. I don't know if you saw like pine- pineapple shaped backpacks look like pineapples. I did not see that. <laughs> Although Stuff given like that. what's going on in some Club 32 live streams, I want nothing to do with pineapples. We're not going to talk about what that means here. We're just going to move just on. put it out there. <laughs> okay. Um, don't put pineapples on your porch. The, the Dapper Dans have been um, basically doing Zooms and like releasing songs that they're singing. And the latest one is A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes... I probably would start crying if I listened to it. I can't. I can't do it. It's one of my faves. Okay. One of my Disney faves. Anyway, Jared. I, I didn't say anything. Remember. I said okay. And um, the uh, the Disney Magic Moments hashtag, you know, they do, and they release that stuff on Disney Parks blog. Um, they have a recipe for tachos at Woody's Lunchbox, and uh, they have the kitchen sink from Beaches and Cream. And holy moly, that list of ingredients for the kitchen sink is huge. There's a ton of stuff in that thing. Yeah, I don't want anything to do it's with like that. Sugar coma, please. That is, uh, I believe that's what you just called like a big bowl of diabetes. Diabetes. I mean, you'd have that's to right. buy like so much ice cream to make that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the amount of ice cream you would need would be, I believe, uh, I don't even know what the tab might be, like $75 worth of ice cream. That's a lot. It's so, it's too much. That's a, well, and like I'm just not a person that likes sweets a lot. So it's same thing with like funnel cakes. I love funnel cakes, but I can eat about like a quarter of a funnel cake and I'm done. Yeah, I have a feeling a it'd be the same thing, thing with like you. something like if you went through the purpose of making all this, you'd be like, and I have all this ice cream left. What do I do with it? <laughs> if you have an ice cream oh. party, though, there you go. Ice cream party. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all of the the news and stuff we have for today. I do want to go back and clarify something that I that I did read. Um, the thing about canceling reservations. Now they do say in that article that update that they are canceling dining plans that you've already made, including free dining. Right. Okay. You are not like they will not let you rebook dining plans for now or get that free dining offer anymore which we knew they took that off like a couple weeks ago right but like even even though they're canceling it for you like you can't you can't do they're not offering it again they're not re-offering it still oh yeah um they will give you i think it's a 30 or 35 percent discount on hotels that is what they're exchanging it for so keep that in mind if you have that free dining offer also, this didn't specify. I don't think I, I went back and I was looking, and I don't think it, it specified the dates that they're they're deleting all the or they're they're canceling these reservations, but they're canceling all the way until September of 2021. Yeah, I I so, saw that right before we started recording. So fast passes, dining, 
experiences will be completely wiped from your system up until next September. It, it, well, and you know what's right around the corner from there. Is the 50th right. anniversary, correct. But it makes me wonder, I mean, they could easily bring Fast Passes back. Right. I mean, so much of this, I, I don't think that, I mean, they just don't, a lot of they just don't know. I mean, we don't know how long they're going, you know, all this stuff is going to, um, you know, continue to be the case about social distancing and everything like that. But, um, I mean, in, in, you know, Jeremy and I were talking about, I think a lot of stuff, I mean, we know that the theme parks, Universal, Disney, and all of them have wanted to be moving toward a virtual queue for a long time. Um, and they played with it a little bit, but they never quite done it. But this is kind of what it's kind of forcing probably something they would have done the next couple of years to five years into doing it really, really quickly. And, and you're seeing this in a lot of places, like technologically, there's a lot of stuff that's going to compress really quickly because working from home or whatever the case may be. So, um, they may be working much more toward virtual queues as a whole and not as, I mean, we, we've always wondered, would they ever change the fast pass system in general? So this makes you wonder, mm-hmm. are they like forced their hands? Well, are they looking to maybe phase it out into something else? Um, more into a virtual queue in the style of the old fast pass system, maybe or something. But I mean, yeah. it's interesting. I mean, it, you know, the parks will definitely, it, it'll be interesting to see the stuff that changes now versus the stuff that will stay. Cause there will be some mm-hmm. stuff they're doing now that will stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, fireworks will come back. Meet and greets will come back. Stuff like that will come back, but it will be interesting to see stuff that is sort of changed forever and stuff that they haven't even announced yet. That will be different. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know how much will change because they might make some adjustments, adjustments between now and July, thir- July 11th. I mean, that's a month and a half away. And they probably will. Yeah. So, well, and again, I think in, in a way they're probably letting Universal just be the guinea pig. I, I mean, mean Universal, like, yeah, like you said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whether or not, I know, you know, whatever, if you want to say, I mean, Disney, it's funny because Universal, no matter what they do, if Disney and Universal do the same thing, Disney will take more flack in the in the PR right. department versus Universal. So maybe they right. just figure, let Universal do it, and we'll learn from them. Um, and again, I still hold to it. Could be the fact that by the time Disney opens, face masks are, are you know recommended, not required. I mean that's an e- I mean that's not anything that would that Disney could just come out and say, you know, require and you know recommended, not required. So yeah. I agree. There's a lot of things that could change between now and, and July 11th for sure. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, like I said, we'll be at Polynesian on the, I think it's the 10th through the 12th. Um, we've got um, just a night at Saratoga Springs, the end of August. Um, we'll be at Riviera in September. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not Disney, but we'll be at the Dolphin in November. Um, we, so we've got some stuff coming up and, you know, we'll add to that as we go along. But, you know. We plan on covering this stuff for you guys, so yeah. you kind of are in the loop and have like real world experience from you know us and what we how we feel about it, and we yeah. can speak to it well because we have little kids and we can talk about how how it affects them and yeah, reach out you know relate to families in that way I guess so yeah well and and on that same thing too, I was just thinking about this we, you know you could easily see a lot of, I've seen a lot of places like the gym here had a reservation system and they mm-hmm. dropped it after a week because they capacity wasn't an issue. Mm-hmm. This reservation system could, I mean, if they find capacity is not an issue and they don't have, they're not needing to do the reservation system, they very may well drop it. 
I feel like it's just going to be the locals. Well, mostly, one would you assume. Know what I, mean? I mean, like, you, yeah. I just again, I just don't see people that are you know, let's uh, say a normal family of four. Let's say if we didn't have this podcast, would we come to Disney? Basically, without all the other, I mean, basically, you're gonna come to Disney. It's gonna be probably not even all rides, some rides, and other things like that. I don't think a lot of families are. I think a lot of families just be like, we're gonna wait. So you're right. I think it's gonna be mostly locals, and that's why I think you could see the first day or week or something like that be kind of busy, and then very well, maybe very very low crowds after that. So yeah, you know, it, it's very fluid. It, it could all change, you know, week by week, which a lot of this stuff is. Okay, I have one more question before we close out. Okay. In Magic Kingdom, what is the, what do you think is the easiest ride to socially distance on and the toughest ride to socially distance? I'm just thinking about that. Not like a show or anything, not Carousel Progress or anything, um, but an actual ride. What do you think is going to be the hardest to, to create social distance and the one that's going to be easiest? Hardest one... Uh, I mean, there's not a lot of cues that you zigzag in front of other people a lot necessarily. Not just not the cues, the actual ride. Oh, the actual ride uh-huh. itself. Um, can I can I speak? Jungle Cruise would be hard. Jungle Cruise is gonna be the hardest because yeah. that packs in what twenty people and that queue is that very. Uh huh. Yeah, you're close to people. That'll there. be tough. I mean, you'll probably be running boats. So, I mean, yeah, that you may only have like five people in a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it would be easy. One of the easier ones would be like Winnie the Pooh. You could just your party could just have each their own car. Yeah, those you know, are stuff like, like that is easier to yeah or that to deal villainous with. ride of Peter Pan. His his would do the same. Yeah, but they're gonna you know they're gonna go through each of those ride vehicles and wipe them down between every rider. Well, yeah, you know and that'll will. be the thing. The continuous moving ones. Like, do they? I'm assuming they're going to stop every so often and wipe them down super quick or how you know it'll be interesting to see how they do all that they'll jump in and do it yeah so anyway that was just i was just curious what you'd say about that but jungle cruise seems to be that's gonna be a hard one yeah i would say jungle cruise um yeah i mean i'd say the one the easy one would be uh, big thunder mountain be easier you could just have skip the row so like the roller coasters yeah i think those would be pretty easy yeah It'd be interesting if you have like one or two people in your party and you go and splash mountain. It's just you or one other person in your little boat. Yeah. It <laughs> makes it real light. Yeah. Well, and like I could see that they didn't mention it, but the Skyliner could be open because that one would be, I mean, you could just have one, Your each party has their own Skyliner, but then it would just come down to cleaning it in between people. But if they're if you're quick about it, you could do it. They go slow enough when they, in the loading and unloading right. area, I guess you could... That's a, that's a hard one. That's a tricky one. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You're going to have like cleaning pit crews like a NASCAR. They're going to go in there real quick and just scrub it all down really fast. <laughs> Get all in right. and out. All right. Well, that's all I've got for today. Um, but we do want to mention our wonderful coffee sponsor, Expedition Roasters. Yes. If you enjoy Disney and coffee, you should go to expeditionroasters.com, use the promo code CTM15, and you'll save 15% off every single order you place. Uh, plus, if you order $49 worth of merchandise, you get free shipping on top of that. So, uh, And we've very much appreciated your guys' support of them, as, as they have mentioned to us that they very much appreciate it, as they've been helping out. Uh, they're located up in New Jersey. They've been able to 
you know, get some coffee up there to the hospitals and healthcare workers and stuff like that. So, uh, they just wanted to say thank you, and uh, we say the same thing. So, again, expeditionroasters.com, promo code CTM15. Uh, you can still get the Baby Yoda Mando shirts. Go to ctmshirts.com, and we will have some new America-themed uh, shirt releases uh, beginning early June. Uh, and so, you know, in early preparation of July 4th. So, if you again, ctmshirts.com is where you can find those. And... Uh, I think that's all I've got. YouTube channel, check that out. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have, we're gonna be more, we're, we're revamping and be more consistent on getting videos up on there. Uh, so be on the lookout there for those. So if you want to do the video version versus just listening, you could do that. And just a little update: we uh, we will be uh, traveling to Universal area uh, next weekend, so yeah, we'll have some that, yeah. content for Universal to bring you guys. We're not exactly sure. If we're going to be going into the parks or I just would, do City Walk, I'm not sure. <laughs> I would like to. I want to check yeah, out. I, I haven't too. checked out like the Fast and the Furious ride. I mean, the, the big yeah. the big debate about it is there's not a, one thing about Universal. There's not a lot of stuff to do for little kids. Yes. And so because <laughs> of that, having two little kids makes it a little bit difficult. Yeah. So hopefully the pool is open and we'll just have to swim. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe Jeremy and I go into Universal. Oh yeah, something and, we'll, and Jeremy and, yeah, Ron Jeremy and Ron will, be there. will be there too. Uh, um, we're gonna say Cabana Bay. Mm-hmm. Yep, Check so we'll be covering again. that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be fun. Which, we, you know, we've always had plans to do a Universal podcast, mm-hmm. so we may do one quicker than anticipated. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how it goes, but uh, doing that. Um, there was something else I was going to mention, and okay. I, I can't remember it now. That's okay. You're, you're, you're still pretty. Oh, well, oh, okay. oh, well, thank you. I was going to say, don't forget, <laughs> if you want more content, and uh, like when we go to Universal or... When Disney reopens, if you want to see exactly what it's like, if you go to ctmvip.com, uh, we live stream all that stuff into yep. Club 32. Plus, you get uh, you save 20 to 30% off merchandise, off new releases in there. Uh, you get a free t-shirt if you do the annual plan. Uh, you get the Jonda show. You get the live stream cooking shows on Fridays. You get the Cigar Lounge on Saturdays. Uh, you get Diz Dudes Live. You get a lot of cool stuff. So, Lots again, go to stuff. ctmvip.com to check that out. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to doing more of those. We're getting, we're upgrading some equipment on that end to be able to do more, like better microphone. So that way get more, you can get, it's like you're there. Yeah. Yeah. We should, yeah. Upgrade those. That'd that'd be cool. If people hear us better, especially through the masks. Yeah. That could be a challenge. (laughs) Yeah. A little muffled, muffled mask. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Cause I was listening to your Disney Springs live stream. And it was it was difficult to hear you guys. So I had to turn up the volume. Do I need to talk louder? I mean, your voice is fine. I'm talking more like Jeremy, <laughs> but yours is a booming. Mine's usually bass. like, you, "Why are you yelling, sir?" Like I'm not yelling. And now it's just normal for you. <laughs> now they'd be like, "Oh, I can finally." You, you sounded a decently good volume. Yeah. Now. All right. Well, anyway. Oh, I should get I, since oh. I I have the bandana thing. I thought about getting a Clint Eastwood hat and just going like nope. old dirty nope. hairy look. Nope, we're fine. We're good. You don't think I should? Nope. Why not? We're fine. That's we don't need that. We're fine. Why? We're fine. Everybody's fine. This is fine. a wee thing. Yeah, that's a wee thing. Yep. I think our daughter would enjoy it. Sure. Let's dress how our three-year-old wants everybody to dress. I don't know if you realize. I would this. wear an Anna costume all day. No, 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 no. I'm saying if <laughs> I wore tiara? it, she would walk away thinking, "Daddy, that looks great." I'm like, thank you. No, no. She would say, Daddy, you look so beautiful. Because <laughs> that's what she I said. like reinforcing my decisions using her as the, as mm-hmm. the thing. Because it 
it's funny because okay. we've gone into a I'm tangent. just saying it's fun to do yes. if you have a three-year-old use them to your advantage yes anyway thank you everybody for watching or listening today thank you jared <laughs> for going on a tangent like you like to do that wasn't much of a tangent but okay. you're welcome and as we always like to say we will see you in the parks bye